Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Bueller, and I'm here with my co-host and twin sister, Brittany. Hello, hello. We're finally back after taking a little break. As you know, we took the entire month of October off because things were picking up in our personal lives and we just felt like we needed a little bit of a break, but we were still doing a lot of work behind the scenes for the podcast and we can't wait to share it with you all. So one of the things that we did do over the break was chat with Lainey Madsen, and we're so excited to finally share that with you all today. She's an amazing person, and I definitely think that you guys will be able to take away something from this conversation with her. Also, real quick, just a reminder that we're now on Facebook, in addition to Twitter and Instagram, so make sure you go give us a like on Facebook if you haven't already. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Real quick, we'd like to thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. A big thank you to Cindy M, Bree C, Blake B, Elaine E, Rydog, Faith M, Caitlin P, Kristen R, Lori S, and Sabrina M. So in the month of October, we raised $100 from our Patreon supporters to give to the University of Alaska to help save their gymnastics program. And we're also going to match that and then continue to raise money on our own until the month of February. So we will have a total for you guys closer to the deadline. But right now we're, you know, we still have our change jar going at our house and we're doing a couple other things to continue to raise money. Um, but in the meantime, make sure that you guys are donating to Alaska Gymnastics if you you are able to, we'll have a link in the show notes to a place where you can donate. We're also so excited to be launching our website next week. We're so close to being done with it, and your donations have contributed to the costs associated with the website, as well as allowing us to start providing some transcriptions for you guys. So be on the lookout for that sometime next week, and thank you again so much to all of our supporters. All right, so as we mentioned in the beginning, our guest today is Lainey Madsen, and a lot of you probably already know her as the cheerleader turned gymnast. She's a national and world champion in cheerleading, and she also currently represents Bulgaria as an international elite gymnast. Her story is incredible and unique in that she began doing gymnastics at the age of 12, and then within a two-year span, she was already being invited to attend national team camps, which is absolutely insane and that's without having any prior experience competing in gymnastics Mm -hmm. yeah so she qualified to elite in the u.s in 2017 when she was 17 years old which is basically unheard of and she learned the sport in such a short amount of time and progressed to the elite level really really quickly i've seen you know over the years a lot of people kind of give her some crap you know for not having the greatest form or not having you know necessarily the best results but you have to remember she went from being a high level cheerleader to a high level gymnast within like what a two or three year span yeah and even though she didn't qualify to elite until 2017 she was doing elite level skills in 2014 which was like two years after she started doing gymnastics so i just feel like she doesn't really get enough credit for that and i also think she's progressed a lot over the years yeah and i think her story is really inspiring and it just goes to show that really anything is possible if you believe it and you work hard enough Mm She literally, you know, you'll hear in the interview today how she had a dream to become an elite gymnast and she just worked hard and made it happen. And I think that's something that, you know, even if you're not an athlete, that message is still really inspiring. Mm -hmm. So this interview is a little bit on the longer side. So make sure you're sitting in a comfortable place. You grab a snack and we hope that you enjoy the interview with Lainey. has had a lot of unexpected twists and turns so how are you doing and how are you handling it all I'm good overall um yeah I'm great my life is very different now I think okay if I look back like one year from today for instance my life is so different in so many different ways 
but I'm glad it is. I, I like that it is. I used to be very afraid of change and change would kind of freak me out. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now I feel like I've, you know, went through so many changes that I've learned to appreciate it in the sense that, you know, when something bad occurs, you know, we always look at bad things like it's bad, yet once they're done, we end up just learning from it in which it's a good thing. So I've kind of over the course of a year um, learned so much about myself, the world, and I appreciate how my perspective has, I guess, just grown up. Mm -hmm. I guess I've just matured more. So yeah, I'm in a much better place now than I used to be. So I'm I'm good. I'm glad. I'm looking forward to all the things ahead of me that are still there to learn. Were you out for a certain period of time because of COVID? I know some gymnasts were out for like anywhere from three months to five months. So what was your deal with that? Yeah. So in California, because, you know, California is one of the greatest places in the world, not biased. Um, (laughs) So we definitely, there's just a lot of flow of people. So we a hundred percent had a really cute, nice lockdown. So I was definitely out. I don't know the duration of time that I was out, but I know it was like a few months. Um, How long was, I don't know how long it was, but it was a good while and um, cheer and gymnastics, both. I was out from both, which is so weird. Never in my life have I been without either or. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was in my backyard tumbling on the grass like I was five years old (laughs) or putting panel mats in the house. And my mom was like, absolutely not. We're not doing this. But yeah, so I was just kind of doing like little, at home workouts and stuff like that. I went running, which I can't stand running, but I was like, we're gonna have to learn to like this. We have no other choice. But yeah, I was out for a few months, like without even like touching certain equipment, which plain and simple, I did not like it. That was not good, but everyone kind of went through it. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned that it was kind of like weird being out for so long from both cheer and gymnastics. So that's pretty much Mm -hmm. your life. So what kind of stuff did you do during that time just to keep a positive mood and to keep yourself busy what kind of stuff did you do during that time um at first when we started the quarantine life I was like wait okay hold on I'm gonna like have a day off because I'm doing both cheer and gym at the same time I really did not get a day off at all um and then I, I so at first I was like okay like maybe I'll rest my body a little bit and then of course I got sick of it and I got completely tired of it and I was like yeah no this is not for me um and then I started making plans so I would get like a notebook and I now I continue to do this And I would just write things like lists, plans, schedules, um, daily, weekly, monthly, long-term, short-term, just anything. And that actually motivated me way more than beforehand Um, because I was able to kind of look and I like having things planned out and organized. And um, yeah, so I'd plan my day. I would plan workouts I would do within the day. Um, And then once I was done with that, I would plan something that once we're out of lockdown that I wanted to do, somewhere I wanted to go. Um, just all sorts of things like that. But yeah, I would like my big thing. It's one of my favorite things now. I did it last night actually is, you know, grab a notebook and plan things out, organize things and Mm -hmm. make a plan. So as far as getting back into the gym, what were some of the biggest challenges that you found from, you know, taking so much time off and then actually getting back and doing routines and getting back on the equipment? Um, Well, I kind of came out of quarantine to coming here Mm -hmm. at WCC. So very big changes for me because I had gone back to my gym in California for like five seconds and then we got put back in lockdown. Um, so that I was technically really just still in one big lockdown. So the biggest change was changing my entire training schedule life and the way I would train. 
more conditioning. They do a lot more conditioning here. So the training is different. So just kind of tra- uh, changing overall everything, mm-hmm. which at first was very difficult. hundred percent. I will say my first day, I definitely thought I was going to throw up. I was like gagging and conditioning at first. Um, but now I, I've noticed a change and I can feel the difference and I love it now. Um, but overall, yeah, just the entire, my life in the sport as a whole was different. So it was not just, Oh, like my wrists are a little sore from not doing stuff. Like, Oh no, we changed the whole thing. So (laughs) big big changes for me personally. So going back to, I guess, when you first wanted to get into gymnastics, I mean, obviously everyone knows that you were a cheerleader before. When did you become interested in gymnastics? Oh, this is, I still wonder every day how this happened myself, but okay. So the Olympics were on 2012 and I was like, I want to do that. And my mom's like, what? You want to do what? And I'm like, I want to do gymnastics. My parents were like, cause we had been involved in cheer, like hundred percent, like diehard. My parents work at the gym. I done it my whole life. Like you can't get more invested than I was. And, um, I had never looked at gymnastics at all in my life whatsoever. And then I just randomly like felt it. And I like to say that I just kind of, that it was God kind of guiding me into the next piece and chapter of my life, because I don't know any other way to describe it other than that. And I just felt it. It was weird. I just had a weird feeling in my stomach, like that I I had an odd bond and connection that I had to step towards, you know, reaching. And, um, my mom at first was like, nope, we're not doing that. My parents were like, okay, let it go. So then I got a little crazy and I printed out some pictures of like gymnasts and like cut them and would put them around the house in the fridge. I made my mom's lock screen. It was like a girl. Um, It was like that blonde girl from GK like a few years ago. (laughs) And it had no significant meaning whatsoever, but it was a gymnast. And I was like, great, we're going to use her. And I like, it was on pit collage and I like cropped it and I was like, please, 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 mommy. I know I can do it. And my parents had nothing against it. Yeah. I believe in manifesting so much. We were like, I don't think so. And I'm like, no, trust me. And, um, my parents, like I said, it wasn't anything like against, you know, not supporting me or against the sport. They were just like, no, like this focus on what you're doing. Like maybe, maybe, maybe no, like we can't do it. Like my parents are in the gym every day and I'm like, he drive me to somewhere else and they're like what are you saying and then at one point I convinced them I think the pit collage lock screens and the pictures in the fridge worked because then they were like okay like sure we'll do it we'll take you to try out and I was like sick wait so the pictures were they on your fridge or did you actually put them in your fridge both you name it I did it I was dedicated (laughs) I was like I'm not playing around with this so yeah I fully committed myself to it we had like this little um piece of like I don't know how to describe but like you know in like a house you have like that open piece like in a wall and it like it's, it's just like a wall and the like top of it was like four inches and I was like that's a beam right there and then I would like go and I would like stand on the literal wall and my parents were like no and I was like look 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 I could be a gymnast and they were like no stop it took some convincing usually people are like yeah my parents like pushed me into it or like yeah they just put me mommy me classes my parents were like please please no please don't and I was like let's do it. Um, but yeah, so then we went to the gym. I had no idea what I was doing. I like touched chalk and I was like, Oh my God, incredible. Like the girls at the Olympics, they use this stuff too. And, um, I couldn't do anything because I was a cheerleader and the coaches were like, you know what, we're going to take a chance with you. I'm like, let's, let's, let's give it a shot. And I was like, all right. And I was so, so pumped. Like I, 
my adrenaline was at an all-time high. It was great. It was incredible. And um, yeah, and then from there, we just kind of kept riding along with it. And here we are. But that's like the very, very, very beginning. I feel like that's the greatest story I've ever heard from a gymnast and how they got started yeah. in gymnastics. Well, everybody's- yeah, everyone has the same one. Yeah. They're like, I did mommy me classes because I had so much energy and I would just tumble around the furniture. And I'm like, well, I was a cheerleader and made collages on my mom's phone and was crazy and, you know, really made life difficult for everyone. So yeah, you're mine. like, get on my level. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's do it. And my parents were like, no, please no. And I'm like, yes. Um, I thought I remember reading somewhere that like you watched Kyla at the 2012 Olympics. Did that play like into your decision about going to Gym Max or did I just make hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm all about visuals. I was like, she went to Olympics. That's my way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I got lucky enough because I didn't know much other than, you know, what I saw on TV of like, okay, that's, those are the girls at the Olympics. Um, where are they all from? And I got lucky enough that one of them was an hour away Mm -hmm. so again God has you know I don't know I don't know if you guys are religious or not personally I am and I kind of just you know leaned back on the fact that God somehow put all the puzzle pieces in front of me exactly at the time um, that they were meant to so I got lucky with that and uh, you know for where I was at and what I was doing it it worked perfect so I got very lucky with that yeah, I'm a really big believer that everything happens for a reason. Even in my own personal life, I look back at every single thing that happened and I'm like, oh, okay, like that makes sense to like get me where I am now. So yeah, I totally believe that. Me too. I'm crazy with that. I like will open a door a certain way and I'm like, there's a reason. There is a reason that this just happened. So mm-hmm. I get a little crazy with it sometimes. My mom's like, you need to chill. It's a little too much. But yeah, I'm like, well, yesterday I walked this way and I did better on bar. So I'm going to walk this way again because everything happens for a reason. It's connected. So I'm like a little bad, but I agree with you. So what has been the hardest part about transitioning from cheer to gymnastics? Because I feel like a lot of gymnasts, they start when they're really young and then they become an elite or they start training for that when they're around like 10, 11, 12, that age. But you were around that age when you started gymnastics, like period. So I think a lot of people don't really realize how hard that is. So what was that, you know, transition like for you? Um, unfortunately, it was not as great as I wish it was. Um, and I think the hardest part was people's opinions to where that still stands to this day. The only thing that has changed is my point of view on it. Um, but I think, yeah, 100% that's been the worst part. And I feel like a lot of people don't even realize when they're like coming at me for being a cheerleader, that it's like it at the time, you know, I was like 13 or so. I had two brain cells at the time, you know, that like did kind of get into my head at one point. And I don't know, it just got to a point where I was hearing so much from so many people everywhere, whether it be in the gym, outside the gym, on the internet, in the country I'm living in, outside, anywhere in the world, it was everywhere. It was so much, whether, you know, people are directly telling me or I'm getting tagged in it or I get it sent to me like in some way I would always see it and it was just always very negative in which you know I could see how someone from the outside would have an opinion of like what is this girl doing you know honestly fair enough I don't know I don't know what I'm doing but at the end of the day I was just someone and I still am just someone that's trying to do what you know makes me happy and just shoot for goals um, that I have in my life and I just want to live a good life and do what makes me feel happy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when I was younger, there was so much that it got too overwhelming for me that I, um, I just ended up changing everything about me because it got too much. I couldn't handle anymore because it was so much in my ear all the time of why I was different, very different from what people are used to 
from, you know, how I spoke, what I listened to, how I act, what I wear, because cheerleaders are known to be more crazy. And, you know, I am that way. So, and gymnasts are a little bit more, a little bit more controlled, a little more mellow. And I'm everything but that. I'm a very outgoing, wild, extroverted person. So it was all very different. And it made people kind of be a little like, ugh, fair enough. It's different. You're not used to it. Understandable. But at, you know, the younger age that I was at the time, it got overwhelming. And I was like, okay, I can't take it anymore. I wanted, I wanted to stop. So I changed everything about me to conform in which it never stopped. You know, it never went away. And then I kind of, that was, I'm glad I did that though, because it's terrible, you know, to change, like you should never change who you are, but I love how it made me change in my mindset. Cause now I look at things so much different because now I can take that. And I look now and I'm like, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter if I listen to this music or if I talk like this, or if I'm energetic, that doesn't matter because either way, people are, we're still talking. People are still going to have an opinion. There's nothing you can do about it. That's life. That's normal. It's good. People, you know, I'm glad people are talking. I'm glad people have an opinion because that's life. Things need to be flowing and things need to be fluid in life. But I'm, I appreciate that it made me learn and realize don't change who you are. They're going to talk either way. So now, you know, it's okay that I'm different. It's okay. It's okay that Susie walking in the gym, it's okay that she's different. It's good. Diversity is so good. A lot of people look at it People say they love different, but they don't. I can tell you that for sure. People are like, we love being different. But when something that is different comes in, people look at it and they're like, hmm, I don't know how to perceive this. And that's life and that's normal. But that was definitely something that was very difficult. It still goes on. Twitter, they love me on Twitter. I can tell you that. It's oof. Twitter is a dangerous place. But um people on Twitter are brutal. But I joke with them now. Now I like mess with them. Like there was one. I actually laughed at it. It was like a little dinosaur. No, sorry. It was one big dinosaur, a very aggressive, large dinosaur. And it was like a little cartoon baby video game dinosaur. And it was like ladies training videos versus competition. And I laughed because you know what? Fair enough. Like you've got a point. So like now I kind of just joke with them. And yeah, at the end of the day, everyone's just humans. People, you know, everyone has the right to share their opinion. But for me, the transition going from that, it was already hard enough me having to learn an entire sport in like five minutes that was hard enough and it was difficult already then just having a bunch of opinions on the side that did get a little at one point it got a little bit too much I will say that was the hardest thing but yeah now I've I've matured from that of course you know I'm not 13 anymore I'm 19 years old now regardless of what you're doing in life whether you're working in the office or you're doing a sport you're going to always learn from these things so again back to what I was saying in the beginning change all the different things and people that I've met place I've seen they all kind of have their little fair share of an impact on your mind so now I view it a lot better but at the time that was definitely something that was tough mm-hmm. yeah and to that point a little bit like do you feel like cheer helped you learn gymnastics or do you feel like it made it more challenging because obviously gymnastics is all about technique and then cheer mm-hmm. is like power and tumbling so I guess just like physically even, like how do you feel like cheerleading either helped or I don't want to say hindered. That's not what I'm trying to say, but like, did it make it more challenging or do you feel like it was an asset for you? I a hundred percent think that it was very helpful because of the mindset. I don't think I would have been able to progress as quickly if I hadn't been a cheerleader because in cheer, you're somewhat raised with the push, suck it up. You got to go like, that's just normal. And it's like in gymnastics, it's, a, it's more common to go a little bit more slow through things 
where I can see now that is also beneficial because it teaches you, you, you know, the technique, as you just mentioned, that is a difference. That has been something that I have struggled with because, you know, I, you, I can't look like a crazy monkey as much as I wish I could, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so that's something that's been, that's the difficult side, having to adjust my body line and my shape and stuff, the muscle building your body. That's also another difference. Um, so those are things that, you know, I didn't have those young years to build up from that, that every other girl has. But at the same time, I got to trust that this is my path and my journey. And yes, it's different. But the cheerleading mindset helped me so much. So, so, so much because I'm a little more like, oh, whatever, like, just try it. Like, we'll see. We'll be fine. And um, especially at like 13. Oh, God, I was no fear whatsoever. I'm like, flip over. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Now I'm like, okay, I have noticed now I have landed on the bar a few times and this can happen. Um, but yeah, the cheer mindset definitely in the beginning, especially helped so much. So, yeah. What was the most like difficult or scary event for you to learn? I feel like for me, it would be vault. Cause you go from bars. just like doing tumbling. Oh, yeah. Bars for you. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. I still can't stand bars every day. Lorraine is making me not hate bars though. Really? It's incredible. Yes. Yeah. I feel like he has a way with bars. Like everybody goes to WCC and they become good at bars. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing much for me. Um, don't get excited. Um, <laughs> but I hope that we can. I just want to look normal. Honestly, I just want to look normal on bars. I that's that would be big for me. I just want to have everything controlled, be safe, look normal. You know, I do things on bars every now and then where Laurent's like, oh, my gosh, what is she doing? but he is helping me so much. Yeah. I'm baffled. I'm like, how do you handle me? But, uh, bars, that's, it's so hard to swing around this thing. And like the way, like, cause my entire life I'm used to like punching off my feet and doing a skill right. and now I have to swing and flip off. Like Lordy, the way whoever came up with this, you have a creative mind, but, um, <laughs> yeah, bars vault was a little difficult because of that same concept of like pushing off my arms to go into a skill floor there are differences in floor oddly just because cheerleading passes are like very long and connected so I would always you know people when they put me in their team they would be like oh Lainey let's tumble back and forth as much as we can and then gymnastics is like run super hard do three skills done Mm -hmm. including a round off that being the three skills um so that was the difference and then being that thing is just so skinny like it is just so thin but bars for sure very different well, I feel like you've gotten better on bars. Like I see the videos that you post on Instagram and I feel like you've improved a lot. Yeah, so, I feel like you have too. Like the one you just posted, like really? before we get on here, I was like, ooh, I get it. Like you look good, so. Oh my God, thank you. Ah, yay, thank you. Yeah, you're doing good. Thank um, you. Have you surprised yourself with the amount of stuff that you've been able to not only learn, but also just accomplish in the sport in the short period of time that you've been doing gymnastics? Because I think people forget that you've only been competing now for like, what, six years or something like that. You haven't been competing for that long. So, you know, have you surprised yourself with everything that you've done so far? Um, no, because I like expect more because harshly said whether I've competed for five years or not when I go to competition, the judges really don't care. Like it doesn't matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it is great. And I'm very, very, very grateful for everything I've been able to achieve in a short amount of time. But I, at the end of the day, I'm, we're all equal. We all go out there and we all have a clean slate. So I can't, it's good. I, you know, I definitely, again, I hold a lot of gratitude in it, but I can't allow myself to really get too comfortable with that mm-hmm. because it, it lets me kind of have an excuse. 
And I can't let that happen. Otherwise, you know, I, I get on bars and I'm like, yeah, but like, I haven't done it that long. Like no one cares. Like harshly said, I'm like, wait, suck it up. You're fine. No, no one cares. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'm not surprised. I'm grateful, I guess, if I would say. How did competing for Bulgaria come about? Because I know you started elite in the United States and then you switched to Bulgaria. So like, what are your ties to that? And kind of like, how did that decision come about? Um, I think a lot of people want a more cool answer and a more intricate or maybe juicy answer than I have, sadly. But it's simply, my mom is Bulgarian. I live in the US and I feel like I've never been able to give anything back to that piece of who I am and my family. People like to think I'm not Bulgarian. I promise you I am. I have family there. I've been Bulgarian my entire life, magically, somehow. Um, so it's always been a part of my life. And it's it's half of me, just as much as me being American is. And although I don't live there and I'm not able to speak fluently and really soak up that culture and that life as much as I genuinely wish I could, it's still me, just as much as being American is. So I that's a way that I can be another piece of me so honestly yeah literally just it's not a great answer it's not some super cool of like ooh, something happened but um, no I feel like that is cool mm-hmm. yeah okay well and you then do have you ties to the countries I know like I think a lot of people in the gymnastics world they just assume that when a gymnast suddenly starts competing for a different country they think that like they don't actually have ties to that country because it has mm-hmm. happened before in the past but yeah. you actually do have ties to that country so you're legitimate <laughs> And it's cool. Yeah, I'm like, I can be more than one thing. I'm like cheerleader, gymnast, American Bulgarian. and everything is like two. I'm like, ooh, divergent. But um, on one side, I'm like, she can be both, you know? We can be California surfer girl, but like slash kind of cowgirl in Texas now, but like, that's like a plot twist. But like, I can be the fun, like surfer in California and have the good vibes, but then also like be in Bulgaria and be like, like you know I can you can have more than one thing in life so you're a jack um, of all trades oh thank you that's fun <laughs> the best of both worlds but um yeah it's a piece of me and yeah I why not embrace every part of who I am so right I do need up the Bulgarian though the speaking that needs to get better because I don't like that but it's just because I was raised on speaking English and uh I can speak German which that's fun I don't very random but so well I was actually going to ask you so I feel like a lot of people don't know this about you but you were actually born in Germany and lived there for eight years is that right yeah (laughs) that is so cool I I didn't know that I know fun fact I forget it but yeah which was so cool because going back to Germany last year for worlds was you know I went there like a few days earlier and I went and like drove past like my like old house before I moved to the U.S. Uh, we stopped by the hospital I was born in which was that was so cool and I I hadn't been to Germany in so long like years and that was cool and then I was going and like talking to all the volunteers in German and because the boy side my friends were like yeah we can play whatever music we want over there whereas the girl side we're over here stressing out listening to the same three songs on today's pop hits over and over and I'm like okay time to take advantage of our life so I went and I went to the volunteers and I was like speaking German to them and then they managed to let me like play my phone during our like trainings That's so I was awesome. like there you go things always kind of pay off at one point but <laughs> yeah because my dad was in the military and then my mom from Bulgaria through work her parents moved to Germany and my parents met there and then 
I arrived. But yeah, that's like how that weird little Germany tie comes in. So do you have German citizenship too? Or how does that work? I don't know. Just American and Bulgarian. So I guess switching gears again, I wanted to go back and talk about 2019 because you competed at the cheerleading worlds and gymnastics worlds, which has never been done before. So do you feel like a total badass? Because I feel like you should. <laughs> no, I don't. You should. I don't at all. I like sit so many times during the week and I'm like, what am I doing with myself? But uh, it, again, going back to a similar response from earlier, like I'm not like shocked or surprised, like not and not in a weird way. I'm not like, whoa, like that happened. I wish I, you know, it, it's good and it's great, but I'm more, I'm grateful for it, but I, there's so much more that I need to do. Like, I'm not where I want to be. So I can't, again, I can't allow myself to be surprised with it or be too kind of like, oh, I did that. Like, it's, again, there, I, there's so, so, so much more that I, I need to work and achieve. And yes, it's great to know that, that I did that and that's behind me, but I want to completely fully shift my focus towards what's ahead of me because although that is awesome and incredible I I I gotta keep going I need to keep pushing I need to keep fighting for everything ahead of me because I do have it harder than other girls because I don't have all the years so yeah I need to push so 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 much more than other people Mm. to where like we don't even have time and there's not enough time on the itinerary to be like oh remember that so it's good and it's nice to remember and if things get tough I will remind myself like hey you got through this and this and this, you were able to achieve this that people have not done before, keep going. So in the sense of like, whenever I get down, then I will draw back from things in the past that I have been able to be lucky enough to achieve to kind of fuel me to push more. But no, I have to be very hard on myself. I need to be extremely, I need to be a little mean to myself. It's bad. Lori sometimes is like, you need to be nicer to yourself. And I'm like, no, I don't like I have to I need to be mean to myself otherwise I don't like go I'm like "Eh, we'll be okay so I'm like I hate to like say this but like the zodiac I'm so into this stuff so like Pisces so I'm like a dreamer and I get in my head I'm like yeah whatever um so no I have to be very mean I can be I have to be like forget it move keep going push keep fighting so yeah I don't feel like that's that's a bad thing that one yeah, I don't feel like that's a bad thing. I feel like sometimes that's like, it's a personality thing. Like you're just like- yeah, I think so too. But it's going to make you better, so. so. I hope so. I mean, it needs to. I I don't know what's going on with cheer now for me, if I'm being completely honest. I don't know the schedule because of Corona and everything that's going on. Um, but it was very cool to be able to do both in one year, mm-hmm. for sure, because it's such a good balance mentally my mind was, is so like clogged if I only do one. And then, you know, one week I'm like, all right, got to compete and cheer this weekend. And then another, I'm like, okay, got to gear up for this. And it was such a good way to kind of shift off and not get too crazy in one or too crazy in the other of feeling a lot of pressure in one or the other. Mm-hmm. So being able to train for two world championships in two different sports in one year, I think was, I think helped the other. So, but I didn't know that that was a thing until after it happened, actually. I didn't know. It wasn't like, oh, no one's done this. Let's try to do this. I didn't know until once it was kind of done. And then I was like, okay, wait, that's like very cool. Like, I'm happy about that. So that was something that I was very happy and grateful for. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you just kind of said that you weren't sure, but my next question is literally just asking you, like, do you want to do gymnastics and cheer going forward? Or do you just not know right now? Uh, 
I'm 100% open to it because I've, at first I didn't think it was possible and I had to quit cheer for three years after 2014. Um, and then I was only in gym because I thought it wasn't possible. And then we somehow we made it possible and we figured it out and I kind of like it now, but I don't know exactly right now. That that one's a little bit up in the air, I will say, mm-hmm. but I, I, I have an idea of how to still make it work even while being here in Texas. So we're going to see, we're going to try to make it work, but I think that'd be cool. Think about how much cooler it could be. Not only do two, but then also like in a different state. That'd right. be fun. That would be very fun. Yeah. So be cool. yeah, it's definitely, it's not like set on one or the other, but cheer, cheer is 100% a part of my life and I embrace it now. Whereas during that three-year age gap, not age gap, time frame, when everyone was like, oh, cheerleading is so bad. And I was like, wait, maybe it is. And then I was like, wait, no, it's not. Like, that's who I am. That made me who I am my personality and a lot of characteristics to me it's good so now I like I love cheer I love what it taught me whereas I I like what gymnastics taught me as well so if I can figure out a way to do both for a little longer then we'll try to do it because I think it is cool this might be a really stupid question but I don't know a whole lot about cheer is there like an age limit like okay like even with gymnastics there's not really an age limit but is there like a certain time where like people don't do cheerleading anymore I feel like I I don't know anything about cheerleading so fine I ask a lot of stupid questions throughout the day as well you're fine (laughs) um no that's actually that's not a dumb question um in cheer you have levels now seven it used to be six but you have seven levels and it's split your teams are split through how many people are on the team, age, level, stuff like that. Um, so, and they're called divisions. So in the past, so 2014, what I thought was my last year of cheer, I was um, on a team where the age limit was, I think 12 or 13 to about like 18. If you get lucky, you can get to 19 if you're a super senior. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the age limit for that division. And that's like usually like high school, senior, you're done. Um, whereas now I'm on a team that is, you know, categorized as an international team in which it's 17 and up. Gotcha. So again, it depends on, uh, on what division you're in, what team you're on stuff like that. So there's honestly in cheer, you can be any age and do it just like Jim actually. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I know at one point you were committed to UCLA to do gymnastics, but you're not anymore. Is that right? Correct. Okay. What made you decide not to go down that path? Was it that you just wanted to focus on Ali or, you know, what was, what kind of factors went into that decision? Um, at the end of last year, a lot of things changed in my life, that being one of them, uh, to where, you know, the path I was on at the time and the things I was set out and looking to do have adjusted in comparison to where I'm at now. Um, so just overall, just a lot of things in my life changed and my, I guess, five-year plan is a little bit different now that you know that plan one of the puzzle pieces wouldn't have fit exactly so it definitely it didn't at the time that was something that I thought was the plan and then now it's different so I think the big thing in life things are not always going to go the way you think they will or the way that you have planned at eight years old I thought I was going to a different college for cheer then I thought I was going to UCLA for gymnastics and then this and then that like things in life are constantly changing and the only thing you can really count on in life is change that's the only thing that's constant so kind of that's the same thing as I was saying earlier with change but yeah just kind of managing and making new plans and things are changing every day life is moving life is changing whether it be the outside world and society or your own internal self in your own life things are always moving and things are always changing you just got to work with it 
just keep making new plans that slightly adjust things to get where you want to get yeah I feel like you have a really good mindset about everything like wow, I kind of like you. it's weird to be like you because your mindset about oh everything God. <laughs> thank you I appreciate that I'm throughout the day I'm like crazy all the time and then when I actually have to like speak and share what goes on in my head then I'm like I'll talk normal but like most of the time I'm literally like just wild but no I feel I like you have a good that. head on your shoulders yeah thank you I appreciate that a lot that means a lot to me um so like we mentioned earlier you're at World Champion Center now. You moved there over the summer. So what is it like now having such a large group of girls to train with? Because before at Gym Max, it was just you and Lori, at least at the elite level, I think. I don't think there's anybody else. Um, so now you have this like massive group. What is that like? Uh, it was, in the beginning, it was a little bit difficult, but now I like it because again, I'm an extrovert and I thrive off of being around people. So I love being around a lot of people. I I don't like, I like now, this is great because I don't live with my parents anymore. Um, I have to learn how to be my own person. And I used to hate being alone. It was so bad. I hated it. I couldn't do it. I could not spend five minutes with myself. Whereas now I get that, like, I get fulfilled with the sense of being around people every day. And I like learn now how to actually have alone time. So it's like really good because in the gym, I get to be around people and around girls and uh, people cheer me on now, which is great. I didn't have that at Gym Max because I was alone. There was no one in the gym. And I was like to myself, like, come on, Lainey, you can do it. You got it. Just because I was, it was just me and Lori and we were like alone because, you know, from cheer, you're on a lot of people. That's what I'm used to. That's what I like. So I, I love being around people every day. It's, I cannot start at 7 a.m. if I was alone. So I definitely appreciate it. I love being around a lot of people. Um, and then now I also love how, you know, all the different people I'm around every day and all their little things kind of, you know, you learn something from everyone that you're around, like whether they're a 25 time Olympic gold medalist, or if they're fresh out of a rec class, do you learn something from everyone because someone has learned something from another person. So you really just kind of soak everything up that you kind of hear and see like a sponge. So yeah, I've been able to learn so many different things and yeah, just overall, I, I love it. Have you seen improvements so far in your gymnastics, like in your eyes since being at I, Yes, the girls, I, we were talking about this the other, the other day, they were like, you've gotten so much better since you've been here. And I was like, you think, like really? Things are a little bit better. Like I can see like, okay, like this is a little bit better than when I came here. Um, but they're like, no, no, like things are a lot better. I'm like, you sure? Like, mm, you really think so? Just, I, again, like I have to be mean to myself. Like no like it's not good it's not good enough so I always have to keep like seeing things like no it's not good enough like we got to keep going but definitely things have improved if like if I'm being honest things have improved a lot and uh yeah it's it's been very good it's 100% positive so you've talked a lot about you know how your focus is always on the future and you kind of just keep your mindset going forward what are your goals in gymnastics I think I read somewhere that you're kind of aiming now for the 2024 Olympics so what are your goals in this sport what do you want to achieve um I mean we can say like flat on paper like go and compete here and compete there and do this but I have learned that I I'm, I'm trying to have a mindset that you never know what can happen because I've noticed how things and I've seen things completely take a full turn from what I thought was going to happen to where now I just want to do it I want to do gymnastics not because I have to, but because I get to. 
because I know I'm honest now and I can realize like, hey, I can quit whenever I want. I back then I couldn't really just because of a position I was in in my life. I was like, no, you can't really stop. Doesn't work like that. But now, honestly, I can stop right now. So then I look at it and I'm like, okay, I'm doing this because I get to do it. You know, I could move back to California right now and live my life and go to college and be a normal college student. Maybe, maybe do a cheer or so. Who knows? You know, I could go and move on and do the rest of my life. But I don't feel like I'm done yet just because I feel like in me, I have a little more to go. Um, so again, I get to do the sport. So I'm doing it because I'm, I'm honestly just chasing a feeling of feeling happy in the sport because I haven't been able to really have that yet the way I wish I could. So I'm doing it honestly to have a feeling at one point in time where I feel, you know, that feeling when you feel so happy that you achieve something that you could cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had that in cheer, but I have not had that in gymnastics. So wherever that is, whatever it is, I want to push and fight until I have that moment. For like the near future, I know that the European championships, they got postponed and now they're going to be in December. Have you thought about competing there? Is that, you know, kind of in your mind as a goal or are you not really sure about that? I know some um, I'm not competing. Yeah, I'm not competing at that one in December just because everything with COVID is pretty crazy right now and I want to be smart and be safe mm-hmm. um so honestly that's the answer for that but again Europeans in April is you know that's been kind of still going on that never got changed or anything mm-hmm. um and that's what the actual important competition is as well that one is where a lot of qualifications are as well so I want to be smart be safe for right now um hopefully things will improve by then with the virus and everything going on because it's been crazy and I no one saw that coming so yeah. uh yeah so definitely looking towards near future looking ahead at that are there any new skills that you want to learn or things that you want to solidify for the next time that you compete um I want to be better in every event <laughs> flat out honestly like I don't I don't couldn't even say like exact skill or exact this piece in every team but like every event I want to be better on I don't want when people see me again I don't I don't even want to be the person that I was last time yes I appreciate the Laney that I have been at every point of my life but I don't know I just got to a point where at the end of last year so much kind of was going on for me um I don't want to be that specific Laney that I was then because that Laney then wasn't a good combination of the young fun bubbly happy little Laney and you know coming along with the lady that I was at my age now I want to be completely different I want to you know be more in shape have bigger skills cleaner gymnastics I just anything I just want to be completely different I want to actually take all of the little pieces of me and all the ladies of each year from cheer to the beginning of gymnastics I want to take all of those and then where I am now and combine it I want to be you know oddly the youngest version of myself but also the most mature grown and oldest version of myself and uh I'm not I'm not happy with you know how and who I was last time I competed and uh I I just want to be the newest and most different version of myself but yet of course the best version of myself to where again I'm just chasing that feeling of just feeling happy yeah I just want to say um your floor routine from 2019 I have it memorized and I love it (laughs) I'm that one's staying because I like that routine. I, that one, yeah. that routine staying. I like it. I, I have to dance better to it though, which I've been working on. I dance better to it now. I don't dance like, oh, I'm tired. So, <laughs> no, I really liked the choreography. Who did it? 
uh, Dominic did it and then kind of worked with him to kind of put in some pieces that I liked. Okay. You know, the booty shakes were me. Hundred <laughs> percent. I was like, "How about we shake here?" And he was like, "More." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I think so." Well, you're my dad and some TikTok was... dancing now. Sorry, what'd you say? I was just saying, "Oh, my dad and some TikTok dance." I was kidding. <laughs> yes, you should. No. Well, I was no. just really. Should. I was just gonna say. I feel like I watch all your TikToks, and you're a really good dancer. So I feel like, yeah. I yeah. don't think I am, but thank no. you. I feel like I move like a wall, but thank you. No, there was one the other day that I saw. It was you and Lori. And I was like, wow, they're both queens. Like, you're both good at dance. Like, we, we all knew Lori was. But then I saw you and I was like, okay, Lainey. Like, yes, like, that was good. She helped me. There was a day where I was like, we were doing floor teams because we, her and I both have fun floor music. So we, we like get in the car and full on vibe to our floor music. Like, I don't think anyone like really is like, oh my God, floor music. But we'll play like the full versions of them on Apple Music. And uh, like, we have them. I'm like, oh my God, what playlist? And we'll like, play them um but yeah Lori's what is Lori known for dancing yeah. like she's so good at dancing so I was like why would I not ask you for help so I was like hi can you help me and she was like yeah so she like actually like went through like each corner and like because I was like how because she the way she describes dancing and how to dance good and how to perform good was something that I didn't like really like click through in my head but you could do one dance move and one person could do it and then another person could do it and this person like wow you're a great dancer and this person like that was not it just because how you do it so she kind of explained and like helped me like do it better yeah so yeah now I'm gonna I'm gonna do it better now promise she helped me because she's so good at dancing so I was like please help me so. yeah like when you watch Lori on Dancing with the Stars she honestly looks like the professional so like good you watch and you're like which one is the professional because I think they both are <laughs> Lori <laughs> yeah in my eyes it's Lori <laughs> hey real quick we just wanted to edit in a part of our conversation with Lainey that happened when we were done with the interview we started talking about Lainey's vibe and Lori's vibe which is where the candle and LED light talk that you're about to hear comes in but then we get back on the topic of Lainey's Florentine so we wanted to put that in because we thought it was kind of funny but it also provides a little bit more insight into how her Florentine came about. But uh no I do love candles I think candles are great I think if anyone needs to get me a gift you know Christmas is coming up no screw it I want LED lights for everything I want LED lights under the bed there's these little things you can put the LED light in the toilet now um there's like a shower he- uh shower head that like blows the water still with LED lights I want it all I want all that I don't want candles never mind do you do I want, like it changes both. colors or do you just vibe out with one color both I do both I either will vibe to like a, a sweet blue or I'll, or I like to change it up, but my favorite is the flashing LED lights. So I feel like I'm like mentally, I'm raving. You it's know? like you're constantly having a party. I love it. Listen to my floor music. Like <laughs> I know. There's it's like a, a video, if you look this up on like YouTube, look up Dimitri Vegas, like Mike, Opa, Tomorrowland. And I die at this because I have to sit and tumble to it. But these people are like full on raving. They're like, put your hands up. And it's like my floor music. It's like, Opa, Opa, Dimitri Vegas, like Mike, Tomorrowland. And you'll see it. Do you have your phone around you? Yeah, I'm I'm doing it right now. Look it up right now. You're going to laugh. Because then if you like visualize and see me doing gymnastics and like trying to focus and really do my thing. And then you look at that, they're having a great time. And then in the video, they like, he says, like, do the snaps. 
So I added that in my routine now. So it's like, I'm at the rave, you know? So after my first pass, I like do the snap now, like they did at the festival. Oh, okay. Nice. I think I got it up here. Yep. Yep, that's it. (laughs) Who else has this for music? Oh, Regan Smith. Regan Smith had this. People said that I didn't know that she had had like, apparently she had like a portion, like a little piece of it before. I didn't know she did. Yeah. I went full on, got the whole thing though. They're living their best life in that. That's what I want everyone at competitions. I want that to be the energy right there. That video I want to create (laughs) at a competition. That's lit. Well, I'm glad that you told me the name of the song because this sounds like dumb although i think you said you did it too we sometimes listen to floor music like if there's a 14 like that we really like it's on apple music yeah and like we plug it into our car and like we have like the bass we literally drive around and listen to (laughs) same it's so fun i'm like i like this song i would just look up like reagan smith's floor music to listen to it but now i have the full song so thank you (laughs) yeah and it's it's gonna be weird because you're gonna hear the entire thing like okay and then you notice the parts that i did use Uh um and I like full on like had it planned out how I wanted the music because I knew the song and I was like, okay, I want this piece here. I want this piece here. And then I want this sound. And then I want the opa here. And then I need the other opa at this part. And I need the shimmy here. So I need that part of the song here. And like, oh, so I found, I think I found my next one. I think I'm like, but to clarify, 85%. you're keeping this routine for like the next competition season for April. Okay, because I need to see this routine one more time. You only did it at Worlds, right? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I, I get sick of things so fast. I'm, I'm a little indecisive in which I'm like, I don't. Okay, I kind of like, oh, I can't decide. But then I'm really bad with like, uh, okay, I'm sick of it. Let's do this now. So like, if you've noticed, I've done gymnastics for a, a portion of anyone else, yet I'm like. I'll, I will still catch up with the floor routines. I had the one routine, then I went to the other, and then I went back to the first one, the divergent one, and then I went to the other one, like, because I just, ah, from cheer, I think of, like, changing routine and getting new routines all the time. I just, I get sick of it so fast. I just want a new one already. So, yeah, like, I, I would definitely vibe with the new one if I could, but I've only done it once, but for me, I feel like I've, it's been so long, because it's been, like, a year, but, like, in gymnastics, because of corona, it doesn't seem that long. Cause right. I've only done it once but yeah. I'm like, okay, I want another one, but it is fun. It's my favorite one I've had. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I think I found the music for the next one, okay. which hopefully will be fun too. Is it Miley Cyrus? <laughs> How did you guess? Is it I'm really? Like, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a fun song as well, but no, man, maybe I'll include some like wrecking ball in it. You know, Honestly, a little background vocal. I feel like you maybe. have to. Like, even if it's not... I'm, like, going in the back here, like, my quill mate. <laughs> You're like, lady's going. <laughs> but, uh, no, sadly, it's not. I real quickly want to ask you about your relationship with Lori because you guys seem like you're really close and you know you talked about how you got into gymnastics and you were like idolizing people and clipping out pictures of them putting it on your fridge stuff like that so what is it like to now be friends with someone like Lori who's an Olympic gold medalist and you know she's accomplished so much in this sport what is your relationship like wow I can't talk what is your relationship like with her uh, simply said Lori's like family to me honestly genuinely I don't have siblings and she's literally the sister that I was not able to have my parents did not want to give me a sister but God gave me Lori um that's so sweet yeah. oh, thank you I <laughs> but uh that. I love her family her mom like well like I'll talk to her mom 
everyone's like, hi, Lainey. I'm like, hi, Mama Wanda. But we were very like wild and crazy all the time, as I'm sure you've seen somewhere. Um, but we, we can 100% really like help each other. So when things are difficult, which it sucks that we don't see each other now. I hate it. Full blown separation anxiety. But, you know, she's someone that I definitely can, if something's going on, I can reach out and I can talk to her. And she knows me enough to know how I think and how I function because her and I, although we have a lot of similarities, we're very different people. We are very, very, very different in how our minds work. So if, you know, something comes along and is like a hardship, the way her and I perceive our challenges are very different in which, you know, we have a very good balance and we can kind of bring pieces of each other into one another, uh, you know, she's had a huge role in helping me kind of calm down and see things a little bit more softer and more mellow. Whereas I'm sure I've had the influence on her of seeing things of like, whoa, go, it's fine. Like, just go. Um, but yeah, I appreciate our friendship a lot. We, you know, we've met like long before, but we didn't become friends until, um, how long has it been now? What, like two-ish years ago or so? That's when we really became close because we met at camp. But we're like, I don't see you. I don't know you. Nothing. <laughs> um, but then she came to California. And that's where we got very, very, very close. So 100% out of all the people in my life, Lori is one of the people that I'm very, very grateful for. Like I see her in the group with my family. That's so sweet. Yeah. What about a message to your fans? Because between gymnastics and cheerleading, you have a pretty big fan base. You have a lot of eyes on you. Is there anything that you'd like to say to those people? Um, I mean, if they are a fan, then thank you for being nice to me. I appreciate you. Um, but I think just going back to what I was saying, kind of building off of what I was saying with the hardship of the transition, people's opinions, I hope, I don't know, whoever you are in the world, if you kind of, if I ever am in contact with you or if we ever interact or if you see me from the outside or if you're in my life, I hope that I can have an impact on someone to know that even if someone doesn't see eye to eye or agree with or understand where you come from, what you do every day, who you are, your family, regardless of what it is, whether it's income, family, what you do, like any of that, know that you're, Lori tells me this all the time, you're exactly, you're meant to be exactly where you are, like whatever is meant for you won't pass you by. So yeah, so to just know that no matter what is going on around you, know what is within you, and know that it's good to be different. Be different. Don't be the same. Don't be like everyone. Don't have the same story. Make your story as different, as unique, and honestly, as cool as you can, because it's your life. We only get to do this one time. Why do it the same? Why do it like everyone else? There's so many other people that are doing it the same. Why? Like, there's 7 billion people. People see the same story every single day. So do something. Do it your way. Like, we are so lucky to have the freedom in life to do what we want. So take advantage of that, run with it, live your best life, be happy. And to the people that are crazy and wild and energetic like me, don't don't let people lower the vibes, Just keep them going, keep going, stay energetic, stay hyper, be weird, be crazy. And yeah, overall, just be yourself. It's It's so much better when you can just do your thing and be happy and live your life. It is your life for a reason. I feel like you would make a great life coach. 
like just listening really? to you talk, you literally have me amped up right now like I'm about to go to work but I'm like motivated oh my god like you really you have a way with your words truly and you're thank so you. smart yes thank you I appreciate that so much thank you yeah yeah I mean I'm glad that I could ins- inspire you a little bit just to feel good that that's all I hope for in life just to make you feel a little bit better mm-hmm. so I'm glad thank you for saying that Thank you so much, Lainey, for taking time out of your day to come on our show. You were seriously so much fun to interview, and we'd love to have you on again someday, and we'll definitely be rooting for you in the future. Starting next week, we will be beginning our college gymnastics previews, so we're going to be breaking down each of the top teams by sharing our lineup predictions, giving our thoughts on the team as a whole, and then having some athletes and coaches on the show to give an update on how things are going so far and share their outlook for the season. And of course, we have to start off with none other than the University of Michigan, our favorite team. So we're going to be having head coach Ben Plocky and junior Abby Brenner on the show, so stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, we hope you guys have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next monday bye bye